Hey folks, Adam here. I'm still fairly new in my journey of understanding audio recording, and unfortunately for this one, I tried to do uh, I tried to adjust some settings, and it ended up being way too loud and peeking out a lot of the audio. I did my best to correct it, uh, and I hope you forgive these uh, slight growing pains as we get better at the show. I still think this is a good episode and worth listening to, so thank you for your patience. This week, we talk about our old work, spend too much time talking about Elden Ring, and implore you to make more stuff. More! More! <laughs> more! <laughs> more. I suffer without stuff. <laughs> Do, Do not, not prolong my, my suffering. suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Halftone Takes, high contrast conversations where we zoom out to see the bigger picture. I am one of your hosts, Adam Bucheri, aka the loathsome dung eater. <laughs> Aww. You would have told me that. I would have I would have definitely picked a better one. <laughs> oh, I, I I feel like I have to make another one on the spot. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save the one I have now, um, and I am the other half of the host, uh, Corey Revis, aka uh, the ever brilliant Gold Mask. <laughs> I guess <laughs> doesn't doesn't seem so brilliant to me. Oh yeah, uh, I, w- I was gonna I was gonna say <laughs> Sir Gideon, but I was like, uh, I don't know if that's appropriate. <laughs> So I don't want to people extra yeah. hating me. Yeah. Be all knowing. So get in off now. Be all knowing. Oh. <laughs> I was about to do. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Half tone takes. You shine so brilliantly. Oh. Arise, ye podcasts. Ye dead. Arise, ye podcast addicts. <laughs> He dead, who yet live. <laughs> Get a job. <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> doesn't fighting bears in the woods doesn't count. <laughs> oh. It should though. <laughs> this has uh, gone too far. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, welcome to Halftoad Takes. Uh, on today's episode, uh, I wanted to talk to Corey about a little something special. Something that he has been keeping buried for years. Oh, no. Corey, why do you keep your, your light under a bushel? Uh, I don't uh, know. Depends I am, of course, talking about <laughs> Hey Man. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Just so. just to let you all know, just to let you all know, you have this man to blame for all of this, what's coming. Yes, correct. Yes. You asked for the apocalypse and now you've got it. This is, Hey Man is a rabbit hole that has virtually infinite depth. Uh, it tunnels straight through the core of the earth uh, in its depth and complexity. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, and Corey is now <laughs> holding up, uh, the Heyman Records, a spiral-bound notebook, uh, that as far as I know is completely filled? Uh, mostly. Um, there's some blank, 
like parts in it, but only because, um, you know, it. I said what I wanted to say after. None of these have descriptions in it. Uh -huh. Um. Oh, that's on the computer. The that's what um, I yes. had the computer file for. I'm familiar for. with the digital archive. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the only reason why all these pages aren't filled. But other than that, it it's kind of an ultimate record. Yeah. Right. So let's uh, start with the first question on the Q and A. Uh, what is Hey Man, and <laughs> how did it start? Uh, okay. And, and for the record, this was. I was considering bringing my own weird early work into this and, and having this be an episode about early work and our relationship with it. You know, early creative yeah. projects that uh, I feel like lots of people get involved in. You know, most people have yeah. a story in them in some capacity. Uh, and and I would be interested in talking about, like, my relationship with old work, which is I don't like it. Well, uh, but I yeah. feel like Hey Man is unique, not only because of its staggering scope, <laughs> uh, but also because you're still very fond of it. Uh, I'm fond of it like. Let me see. I'm fond of it how. For OK, I'm fond of it how I used to like the my old clothes that I used to wear when I was like in middle school and I thought uh -huh. I was cool. You know, those, you're like, oh, man, look at what I bought. Like a Payless. Look at these shoes, man. They're so cool. And then <laughs> you look back at it 10 years later, like, or even mm. five years, and you're like, oh, why? <laughs> I mean, I understand the thought process back then of like, yeah, I was, I might, I might have been cool. It's like how trends mm. change mm -hmm. where, yeah. yeah, clothes, clothes are cool back in the 90s. But then, you know, you see like. Yeah, young kids bringing back the old school clothes, and then you're just like throw up in my mouth. Why is this a thing? Why is it are a you, thing again? <laughs> are you comparing Hey Man to a T-shirt featuring the Tasmanian Devil wearing a backwards baseball cap and a baseball jersey? <laughs> <laughs> you had you didn't have one of those, like. Oh. <laughs> sure, Adam. I, I might like have. You, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But, uh, he who's without sin throw the first stone. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but that's the thing. We all have old work and stuff that we look back and we're like, ew. Uh, but at yeah. the same time, it's good to see how far you've come. Even like, like you said, Hey Man is unique because mm. um, like I made it back when I possibly when I was in, I came up with the idea when I was in like elementary school and I'm not kidding. Yep. Like fifth yep, grade. Yep. And it just spiraled from there. And um, it it was amazing. It's amazing to see that I still have kind of a record of my thought process back then. Not only my thought yeah. process, but my world building back then was kind of awesome. Like I was like, I was a cool yeah. kid back in the day. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Why am I so boring? <laughs> Why am I going to and fro with these so-called auteurs and like yeah that's the real stuff right here and looking back at this i'm like no this shit was awesome <laughs> and yeah. i'm like yeah the writing wasn't good because i was a kid the you know the idea i don't want to uh, we're gonna get into the ideas and the actual nitty-gritty yeah, yeah, yeah. later i'm guessing because i'm like i said i'm looking at the notebook of all this and this isn't a thin notebook guys this is like a thick one. I filled yeah. it with stuff. 
for this universe that I created that nobody saw when I was a kid because I was like, I just want to create. I just want to make, I see these TV shows. I see all these movies and I'm like, this is the stuff that I want to make. I, I was, I seriously thought without even knowing about like Marvel and DC and stuff like that. I was like, I want to be this. I want to. I want to be like Stan Lee. I want to just create stuff and have legacy mm-hmm. out, like out the ass. And that's what I decided to do. I was like, nobody's gonna stop me, so I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. And then it got out of hand real quick. <laughs> so here's how I would describe uh, Hey Man. Hey Man is you as a child creating a fictional universe. Uh, that contained all of the stuff that you liked. And it uh, has the scope and breadth of several Marvel Cinematic Universes, and it has the energy of Axe Cop. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) That's actually really accurate, man. That's actually super accurate. Now that I think about it, I was like, I love Axe Cop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, I think what's funny about this is we've been saying hey man and people are like how do you spell how do you even spell that? What does that even oh, stand for? <laughs> yeah. Uh so let me this is this might start the rabbit hole right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. But hey man is spelled H A Y M A N. So hey man, but it doesn't stand for hay as in like bales of hay. It is a yeah. an acronym that I made up. <laughs> That's hyper arrow utrium. <laughs> and then uh-huh. it's man, hyper arrow utrium. Now I am still not, I don't know if I had to look up utrium as a real thing or not, or if I just made it up. That is, that is the one thing I'm actually not sure about. Uh- I just Googled it. Yttrium is a chemical element I with thought the so. symbol Y and atomic <laughs> number 39. I thought so. I, I knew I wasn't that dumb as a kid. I was dumb, but I'm not that dumb. I want to look uh-huh. up something real. <laughs> but I needed, I wanted it to be an acronym because I'm like, oh, acronyms are so cool. So I want to make it something like, oh, but I was like, hey, hey is an easy thing to say. Hey, man. And I was like, yeah, hey, man. Because it actually... The design was uh, based off, se- well, it was based off of several things. It's a mix of Iron Man, Mega Man, Batman, yeah. technically Robin, but we'll go back there. We'll pass over that. <laughs> and Green Lantern. All all of mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. It's technically all one. Um, yeah. The, the Mega yeah. Man influence always came out very strong. Oh, yeah. To me. but I mean, I still love Mega Man, but it's really prevalent just especially in the design mm-hmm. of how he is i'm eventually like when we put up our uh like a like a what you call it channel for this for this uh podcast like a instagram channel or something i'll post the pictures and you guys will be amazed and horrified it's like what is this? This is like several copyright <laughs> infringements oh, in one. Yeah, it's a, all of Hey Man is a copyright nightmare for oh, sure. Oh, you you have no idea. Everybody listening, you're about to get a treat. This it is was, this it is also the, did have some Fortnite energy, though Fortnite did not exist until 
Oh no, this is but like that crossover chaos. Oh, uh, that's a sure. good way to put it. That's actually a good way to put it of crossover chaos. Mm -hmm. um, because this isn't, I mean, there's plenty of properties out there that have that kind of like crossover chaos where it's like, okay, this is a little too much. Uh, video game, some video games are notorious for that and everything like that. But yeah, this was, for me, this was not only an outlet to get out my creativity, but also something to build towards. Yeah. Um, and that's another reason why I, I look back at this not as with not as much hate and more of there is some energy in here that I kind of lost and I want to get back a, maybe a yeah. little bit. I'm like, like I worked hard to put all this stuff together and I was, you know, a kid and you know, I was like, man, I, I put a, and what's hilarious about this is most, if not, I'm pretty sure like 95% of this <laughs> is still up here. It's still in my mind. I can literally recite how how the 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 structure of each season because yes, there I made seasons, three seasons to yep. be exact, of each the season quote unquote season mm -hmm. is the length of Marvel's Infinity Saga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically each and that's each season, and yeah. on top of that there are side stories in each season there that are <laughs> that are you know tens of episodes long not just a couple of not there's not just like a three-part four-part series no they're like nine ten parts ten part series like episodes my man there. had an infinite budget of the imagination and he invented beach seasons <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> um i i was going for the Inuyasha anime or the One Piece anime before it was a thing. Well, mm -hmm. probably when mm -hmm. it was a thing. That those things are old before nowadays. Before you knew about it. Before yeah, that is true. Before I knew about it. And you know, like for a long time, and I'm talking a long time, Heyman was my baby. I was like, yeah. no, I'm proud of this. Like, y'all don't have your own comic series like slash tv series slash movie franchise slash video games <laughs> franchise yeah absolutely a, a, a multimedia empire oh uh, well, yeah because i thought i thought big i'm like hey batman can do it like <laughs> superman can. i'm dead i i was dead serious yeah, yeah i was like no doubt hey batman is everywhere everybody knows who batman is superman's everywhere like spider-man's everywhere why can't I make that one thing? Like, I want to make that one thing that I would be into. And yeah. I basically, I made him into everything I was into. <laughs> so <laughs> it yeah. was nowadays it's more embarrassing than like hate filled. When I look back at it, I'm like, oh, man. I mean, I know I was a kid, but at the same time, why were you thinking about that? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, that's like better. It's better. You can do better than that. <laughs> like I, there, I I don't doubt that there is a little bit of element of like Ugh, cringe old oh yeah you know old being goofy but like part of part of the reason why I didn't make this about like our shared our shared history with our old work is that I look back on my old work and I'm like this is not just 
not <laughs> up to my current standards, but also like this is playing around in dangerous territory. This is playing around with themes and ideas that I was not responsible enough to be <laughs> playing with. Uh, and this is maybe actively harmful and uh, deserves to be buried. I mean, to now, I would disagree because, I yeah, I would disagree like with your stuff. Because I've seen some of your old stuff, and I was into it back then. Now, mind you, that may seem some say something about both of us. Where That's our minds the most were damning thing you could say. Yeah, but at this, well, <laughs> no, I could say, hey, it's still good, man. You should put that oh, out no, there. That would be That's a, the. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most damning thing I could say. <laughs> but um, at the same time, I look back at your stuff. And I'm like, man, he was serious about his shit. Why wasn't I serious about my shit? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like that. I'm, I'm like, oh man, man, I didn't take myself seriously enough. This, not like this guy, not like Adam Bucheri over here, who was like, I want to be serious. I'm trying to make people yeah. think about things and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I just want to do some cool action scenes and do monologues and yep. stuff like that, that gets people hype. And, you know, I just want to do that. Is, you're like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 again, I feel like as we get older and we kind of end up meeting in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I was about to say. Have <laughs> more of an appreciation for like the, like, no, this is something that has something to say. And it's like, it's, you know, uh, the new She-Ra show is yeah. lighthearted and goofy and it's for kids. It also, Deals with some really heavy yeah, themes, it, it and it takes its characters seriously. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm over here being like, I do need more dumb idiot bullshit in my life, and, <laughs> like, well, I and need... The, I mean, you call uh, it, like, dumb idiot bullshit, but I'm like, man, like, give that credit where credit is due, because sometimes that, like, some, some people's dumb idiot bullshit is other people's... Nah, I like watching this stuff because this oh, stuff sure. not only makes me feel good, but it breaks up it breaks up structure. It you know, it it feels like it fits. I think yeah. like like I said, for one good I I'm speaking kind of in terms of just action sequences that have a lot of explosions, the classic Michael mm -hmm. Bay mm -hmm. stuff. Um you know, it, it that stuff in my opinion has its place because when people do it right, then everybody notices. And then it's like, sure. where is this from? Oh, this is so good. And meanwhile, I'm looking around like, are you all crazy? I've been saying this for years <laughs> that this is what we need. <laughs> so, I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> no, I'm, oh man. Like when we were in animation class, I would yeah. always do the crazy animation shit. It may not have made it much sense, but I'm like, I want to like see people do crazy shit with 2D animation and stuff. And yeah, it was always enjoyable to watch my stuff. If not just like, okay, there's a lot of problems here story wise or whatever emotion wise, or you need to hold more on this frame and these, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I get it. But how did you like this? 
like the squash and stretch and they're like oh yeah. shit man like this is this is some like, good there, shit there is, there's a joy to it there's a playfulness to it and yeah. also like uh for people who are not as familiar with just like my vocabulary choices when i call it dumb idiot bullshit i'm not actually insulting it i'm just saying like <laughs> i need more media that doesn't take itself so seriously that like allows itself to be loose and goofy and loose you know that's a really uh, good word for it is loose I think that like super jail is like oh, man. kind of a great example of that where it's just like this is dumb idiot bullshit. Well, you uh, know what? You know what a, a better example in my opinion, a better example yep. that we both love, Metalocalypse. I love that Metalocalypse. Is some, so that much. is some serious dumb idiot bullshit, <laughs> but it is idiot. so well done. <laughs> it is so well done. It yeah. is amazing. Uh, it's the amazing. Animation. Not well it's, done. Yeah, but, it, like, but it's amazing. Yeah, like, like <laughs> it ha- again, it's got like sincerity and heart, and it doesn't take its characters seriously, but also it, uh, it kind does. of does. It, it actually, it kind of uh, does. And the music is like legit, legit good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's it's a fine window. It's a very small window to. It's like a Goldilocks zone of yeah. getting that perfect. Like, there's not a lot of stuff in any media that gets it gets it like that um you know but when you but when you get it you get it i think a good example another good example i don't want to go too much on on this but another good example uh, one of my favorite franchises is um and this is a video game franchise is devil may cry uh yes it is super silly it like um one of my uh favorite um like uh online guys uh tim rogers he he's yes, another huge yes. fan of yeah he's another huge fan of the franchise and he calls it this is good trash i mean that as a compliment i'm like i completely agree with you man i completely agree, agree. agree with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah uh i i i do have a passion and this is a future topic episode that i i do like i have a lot to say on and i feel strongly about of like different kinds of dumb oh yeah uh, yeah th- this kind of dovetails into that but also i just want to take a brief segue and talk about so uh currently it is december 26th christmas has just happened and yesterday uh we might we're hosting my older brother at the house for a couple months he's a travel nurse and where you he's, he's using a, us he's as a, a home spy base. he's a spy and <laughs> a spy around here <laughs> spy around here <laughs> no, I think that's a spy yeah i was about to say that <laughs> those uh, are tf2 references team fortress 2 for all you youngins <laughs> we did those were pretty good impressions we did pretty oh, yeah. good. <laughs> yo there's a spy around here spy around here uh spy so. sapping my century <laughs> goddamn spy yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so we do a secret Santa and I drew my older brother, Matt. And so for his secret Santa gift, I fulfilled a uh, a promise that we had been making, which is that when he woke up on Christmas morning, he looked out the window and there was a, a, a wooden cross planted in the backyard. 
And when he went out to it and dug into it, he found a wooden box that was covered in chains. And when he undid the chains and opened it up inside, he found a small coffin. (laughs) He pulled out the coffin and he opened it up. And inside that was a USB flash drive containing a 4K HDR copy of 2004's Van Helsing starring Hugh Jackman, (laughs) which is... time we get together we watch van helsing that movie I sucks it, and i love it <laughs> I, dude i honestly thought that you were gonna say the cape um oh, the cape. i thought you were gonna say the yeah. cape i would have lost it even more if you said the cape because oh, i was boy. like oh man oh man if you guys want to look up some kind of trash that i'm like guys i feel like this could have been something different but you guys did this yeah. Why yeah, did yeah, you yeah. guys do this? It, yeah. If you want to look up something like that and have that kind of feeling, go look up the cape. The cape I think it was on TNT. Was it on TNT or was it? I it think it was like, on the, or uh, like so, AMC. No, it was, yeah, like no, because AMC. They did a lot has, of cowboy stuff back then. Uh, there was a lot of it, westerns it, it, it back was, then. Yeah, it was like it was something closer to like ABC Family. No, uh, it couldn't have been ABC Family. No, it, it wasn't, but it was something like that. It was NBC. There we go. Oh, yeah, it was NBC. Yeah, there it uh, is. And just it was absolutely uh, uh, a trash fire, but also one that I like weirdly had a lot of misplaced effort put into yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's, why I, that's why it's not totally horrible, because they put effort into it, but in weird places. And I'm like... Yeah, deeply hmm. weird. Uh, it does feature... <laughs> Keith David in a oh, role yeah. that I find genuinely hilarious. Uh, Wasn't he the we bad cannot guy? Turn this, we cannot talk about the cape. We have to, <laughs> to move oh, that's, on. Anyways, that's, I wanted that's to a, just yeah. talk about <laughs> my <laughs> idiot moron uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> coffin that I made for my sibling uh, because we have so many running jokes that But, that, but that's really funny, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Val, I have, we could do an entire podcast about Van Helsing and oh, my, Helsing. and my spiral about that. But <laughs> because you know, what's funny, um, quick, very quick aside, Van Helsing. I, that's what I thought I wanted when that movie came out. And you mm-hmm. know, they had like the little, you know, prequel animated thing. Yes. And I was like, oh man, I watched it and I was a little, I was disappointed. And I was like, mm-hmm. why, why am I disappointed by this? This is what, this is awesome because, you know, ob- like I have a deep love for Hellboy and that franchise. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is what I wanted. And then I was like, why? Why does it suck so much? And then I watched. No, but here's the thing. And then that translated to the Castlevania anime. Yep. And then I watched the Castlevania. I'm like, this is what in Helsing should have been. What's wrong oh. with all of you? Like, this is awesome. This is great. And I was like, okay. 
I have a I have a problem, and it, it made me have even more of a problem with Van Helsing the original <laughs> in the first place when I uh, when I watched Castlevania. But that's a whole nother that's a whole yeah, nother we, thing. We're we're in the mirror dimension because I think that the Castlevania anime is wildly overrated and not very really? good. Oh wow! And Van two thousand four's Van Helsing is a idiot moron movie that like I will watch at the drop of a hat at we're, any moment. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, that then that's a well, dude. That is a, its own episode. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's its a, own. That's episode. for the future. Uh, for the future. That's all the that's all the digression we have. Yeah. Uh it's time to get back to Hey Man. So uh again, <laughs> let's talk about uh how did it start? Like we've got a young, bright faced, bushy tailed Corey. Okay. Uh, what was the inception of Hey Man? Okay. Um how it started was um honestly, I was watching a lot of Batman the animated series and mm-hmm. Justice League and a lot of those old action cartoons and they were churning them out back then. It was like nonstop. Yeah. It was they had an action cartoon for, for action cartoons for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the some of the big popular anime that was just coming out because Toonami was huge back then. So, yeah. you know, Toonami was starting to bring out their like it, beforehand. It was a lot of old 80s stuff old 80s like robotech and stuff which was still cool yeah which was his own set of cool but they started to be a little bit more current with what they were putting out so i was like oh man this is cool i like how they did this and oh and then i started playing a lot more uh like video games that i was interested in and not that was just in the house so I got into Mega Man, which is my favorite video game franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, heavy Mega Man. I played all of them except for, like, two. And I'm not kidding. I played all of the Mega Mans except for, like, two. Um, and, and I'm talking not two of them, not Mega Man 2. Not Mega Man 2, the unassailable classic. <laughs> yeah, even though I think Mega Man 6 is better, but let's not go into the <laughs> arguments about things. But, uh... Yeah, so I like the cybernetic, like, high cyberpunk stuff. I was getting into that, and then I'm pretty sure, I forget when Batman Beyond came out, but then that, I just mm-hmm. lost it with that. And I was like, oh, man, I want to do something like this. I want to create, like, my own, like, thing. And I just started drawing, and eventually, and I drew off of stuff that I had. Like, I had action figures yeah. back then, because I played a lot with action figures, and... I just get anything that looked cool, even if it was like little toys that came out of like Happy Meals or something like that. I was like, if it looks cool or I can paint it or something like that, I'll take it. And I ended up doing that. And, um, you know, it, it spiraled from there because I found an action figure that I really liked the look of. And that basically became the blueprint for Hey Man. Um, and it was funny because it was like a little guy that was that big, like maybe a, not even a foot or, or whatever. It's like not even half a foot. It was like maybe three inches. It was <laughs> mm-hmm. three inch little guy. Um, and his arms couldn't bend. His arms just went up like, you know, uh, like laterally, basically. 
and that's all it wouldn't even go up the whole way they just went up like yeah, this not, not a lot of articulation yeah you couldn't bend his knees or anything but he looked cool and i was like i can build it off of that and that's what ended up happening i once i drew him enough then i was like oh he needs a backstory oh he needs a place to live oh he needs a car so i you know one of my rc cars that i had became his like Batmobile, which could literally do everything. And it was mm -hmm. because I, I will tell you, and this is going to be a running theme. Um, he looked like the RC car off of Toy Story and he had the same like personality period. Um, so he had, I made him have artificial intelligence so he could talk to Hey Man. Uh, and he had the little eyes because I said, oh, that's really cool that the car has artificial intelligence. So the car can drive on its own. So, but when Heyman gets into it, his suit connects to the car and then he can just drive it, <laughs> you know, like he can take control. But then if he has to fly out, like eject, like the car can drive on its own and talk to Heyman and is like in the suit, in the super suit. Now, mind you, um, the super suit, uh, it, it, that's exactly what it is. It's, because Heyman himself doesn't have superpowers. Um, because I like that idea. So Heyman doesn't have superpowers. Heyman is actually a kid called Kit Kenny Cadet. It used to be Kit Cadet, but that was stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Cadet, he was 14. He was 5'4", 159 pounds, which I have no idea how I got that, <laughs> that short that point. king. Yeah, yeah. Short, heavy king. <laughs> but <laughs> his eyes were black and green. His hair was brownish blonde, which I have no idea why. Okay, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was like, what? Like, he has the... But here's the thing. He had the power of the hay suit. Okay. All right. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I flipped... I'm in my records. I flipped to the, the character synopsis. Yep. I made detailed character synopsis of every character in this universe. I yes. am not kidding. Well, uh, you probably can't see that. Uh, but <laughs> the I'm going to read the synopsis right now. This is how crazy I am. Mm -hmm. It's all still. It's also the series. Hey, man is the prime character and hero in this series. Rarely is Heyman out of the story. Heyman goes through so much while being a kid superhero. He does everything from fighting leprechauns to stopping power-hungry aliens with the men in black. He even fights in <laughs> wars. He is a true superhero for everyone. Straight up from the book. That is what I wrote yep. probably when I was like 15 <laughs> or something like that. Um, it, it's a detailed thing. It's like he's still in school. He is mm -hmm. part of the... <laughs> How is he in school? How does he have time for school? Oh, that's... I just read something that sounds really bad nowadays. Uh -huh. People can uh -huh. take this right out of context. Especially considering... Written by a 13-year-old uh, child. A 13-year-old black child. Let me tell you what base of operations he's in. Okay. And I'm not making this up, people. The yep. Super Clan. Yikes! <laughs> the Super Clan HQ. Wow! Hooray. Now, Clan, uh, Clan and C, you know, C L A N, 
Right. But back then, I wasn't thinking about that. I was like, no, he needs a Justice League. So he's yeah. going to make what sounds I can't say Justice League. I got to make something else. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they don't have a monopoly on the word clan. <laughs> and I was obviously I was like super. I'm not even going to say I'm 15. I'm probably 12. I'm probably 11 or 12. And I'm mm. yeah, I'm probably 11 or 12. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I want to. So so we're now segueing into uh, the second part of the the topic, which yeah. is what is the full scope of Hey Man? And <laughs> uh, you're, you're getting a little bit. Oh, he, he wrote character synopsis for all the characters. Big deal. That's what you do in pitch Bibles. Okay. Let me break it as down a 12 year old. I have, <laughs> I have access to uh, the digital Heyman document that Corey sent me years ago. Oh, I did. I did send you that years ago. It features. Oh. And, and I must emphasize that this is incomplete. As Corey said, the full scope of this is three quote unquote parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, within this, it has uh, episode titles and then a single paragraph giving a short breakdown of what it is. So here is uh, part one, episode three, Hey Man, Shadow of Evil. Ooh, a shadow ooh, whoa, whoa, moves whoa. over the wait, city of Bloomberg. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Where, Where is that? <laughs> Say that uh, again. Uh, episode three, Shadow of Evil. Ooh, I, I know where that is. Let me look this up. Because <laughs> so, I have the real, I have the hard copy. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it says, a shadow looms over the city of Bloomberg, for a new threat to the world has emerged through the darkness, and he has sided with the evil ways of Cosmo King. And, like, that's the that's what you get. That's the, the blurb about it. It's a very yeah. high-level, like, in your TV guide, you get a little synopsis. Yeah. Uh, this document, which only features part one and half of part two, so maybe representing half of the complete scope of the series. It's a 72 page long document <laughs> in Google Docs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scope that, that we're was. dealing with. <laughs> I forgot how big that was. Oh, man. And it's not even half done. That's no. the thing. It's not even half done. And, and the funny thing about that is I've told you this a long time ago. Yeah. Well, we were probably still in college. Um... We were just sitting. No, this is exactly how it was. Me and you, because it was one of our friends who was there with us. We were just hanging out, and then he left. And then we were just sitting, hanging out, drinking a little bit of stuff or whatever. And we are just talking about our old stuff. And I we I brought up Hey Man, and you're like, what is this? And I went down that rabbit mm-hmm. hole, and I told you, dude, all of this is still up here. All of this yeah, is still yeah. in my head. I can tell you, you know, from point to point what happens. Like I I have the I have like basically the whole, you know, all the records here, like the hard copy, like I said. I can point to any episode and tell you, oh, this is when prop this is when this happens. This is basically the episode. Oh, this is and I and I oh excuse me. I basically marked it. And I didn't just write the episode episodes down episode names down i marked them so basically there is i put a little 
circle with a, like a plus sign in it to mark the main saga. And then for separate sagas, I put just a, the regular circle. No, no, uh, nothing inside it. And then for the backstories, I put a triangle by the episode, which starts yep. the backstory. And then for special editions, I put a check mark beside it. So sometimes you would get special editions along with, you know, certain episodes. And if a special item, like, you know, a special power item or MacGuffin or whatever appeared in that episode that would persist throughout the series, I put a circle with an X in it. So I know, okay, this point, this item appears. And at this point, this item appears and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, I am telling you, items make certain things do certain things. There is, hey man has three different types of suits. I started the fran I started the, the, the kid version of Iron Man. <laughs> he has three different types of suits. One is like for, what is it? The Omega armor. This one's the alpha armor that's more magic based. Um, there's uh, the emerald. So the emerald is basically my, you know, Green Lantern, you know, of course. Oh, uh, Lantern Oa, basically. I have a, I have a, um, I made like a song, quote unquote, <laughs> for yeah. to how to power it up. I made a riddle, a dice riddle that I wrote down because mm -hmm. one of the, like the, um, or not one, there's actually six. Yeah, there's there six? Yeah, there's six. They're, they're called the Optidi. Um, so it's like <laughs> optical die or sure. dice. There's six different dies and they all do different things. So just imagine like the, like literally the Green Lantern different colors or like the Lantern different colors. Uh, the, the white die. The first die that Heyman in the super... Oh, man. Every time I read this, is so bad. The super clan. <laughs> it's so bad. What was I thinking back then? But uh, Heyman, the super clan found. It's a lucky thing, too, because this particular dice can locate all the rest of the other dice in the universe. It, it is like a super map, being able to find anything you want to in the universe. Um, then there's the blue one, which is shaped like a, you know, like a triangle. Uh, the second dies of the six being a special storage device. It has pr proved invaluable to the super. Oh, I can't stop. I can't keep reading this. <laughs> <laughs> to the, to the super group. I'm going to just call them the super group. Uh huh. Uh -huh. To the super group. Um, unless you guys want me to keep saying clan. Maybe there's, maybe they're the, the opposite. The super friends. The super friends. Yeah. Having okay, here we go. Having a kind of four-dimensional element, it has infinite amount of storage space. It is believed to even be a vacuum. Okay, the green die, which is shaped like a <laughs> something. Uh, so I uh, want to, to just interject uh, <laughs> that the uh, seventy-two page document, which lists seventy-two pages worth of episodes, uh, some of those are multi-part episodes and it doesn't count as separate there's not four bullets for planetal rescue parts one two three and four it's just one header that says parts one two, one, two three and four, three and four. Yeah. So there's, it's even longer than it seems <laughs> uh yeah all. and it's it's ridiculous um but it, it literally is my first venue into creating 
an entire universe, an entire yeah. thing on my own. Like, I didn't have really any help. Like, I made had taken some, like, you know, had, like, some friends who go, oh, cool, maybe you should make something like this, man. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll fit that in. And if I wanted to, I'd fit it in. If I didn't, I'd be like, yeah, I'll fit that in. And then not. And then <laughs> lie. And then lie. <laughs> but at that point, I had so much. I had so much already that people just looked at it and like got overwhelmed immediately. Oh, and I'm yeah. talking kids like our like our own age and whatnot. They would just be like, "This is a lot. Is this a real thing?" And I'm like, "I wish it was." <laughs> what do you think I'm making it? Because this <laughs> should be a real thing. Mm. And yeah, it's like the stuff that I'm reading, like the green dyes and everything. I'm not making this up. It's here. I'm reading it. Like the green oh, die, yeah. the third dice in the, of the six. And one of the most dangerous. It is basically a sun, an ocean, a desert, and a vacuum all in one. It can create a big enough solar wave to change a five-mile radius <laughs> terrain into something totally different. So it's a terraforming thing that I didn't know the word for terraform back then. Oh, so, sure. So, but that's basically what it was. Because I'm reading this now, I'm like, that's terraforming. That's still cool. So, yes. It is so cool. I was, I was a genius. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> And that's a real thing where, like, it is tempting for me to, like, look back on this stuff and just be like, ah, old work, bad. I don't like yeah. the big ideas. And, like, going back, I still don't like the big ideas. Like, I, I do genuinely have yeah. problems with it. It is bad work. That doesn't mean that I was a fucking idiot and I never had a good idea. Like, I'll look back on old stuff and just be like, actually, that's pretty cool. Well, actually, and pretty good. Good job, Adam. And and that's and that's the I think the biggest takeaway from this particular episode is I'm looking back and saying I had good ideas and I learned from that because obviously I wouldn't go back and say oh man I need to make this this is something yep. that I need to put out in the open and like now I've learned I've learned much I learned more about writing more about like like composition and all this kind of other stuff that goes into you know having good quality work. However, sometimes I look at this and I'm like, oh, man, that was such a good idea. How can I make this good? <laughs> Does that yeah. mean taking just basically taking the core, core concept and just making something completely different out of it? Because usually that's what it is. Like people. Yeah, but like yeah. those core concepts like can be good. It's just like, actually, yeah. yeah. The, the I mean, execution and, can make a, a huge difference for, and, you know, the context could be, but like, yeah, the, there will be individual ideas that could be taken and brought forward and repeated and iterated on. I mean, fuck, we talk about from software games. Mm -hmm. uh, th those games are constantly recycling old ideas yeah, and old refining ideas. and tweaking. And it's just like, ah, but what if we did it a little bit different? What if it was like this? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I don't then know you get Elden Ring. You need to tell me that immortality is bad and would suck, but like, boy, they're gonna tell me that. But yeah, uh, those are great games and uh, propose lots of interesting moral conundrums. Unlike Hey Man, which features an episode called Trick or Trout. Oh where yeah. It's a Halloween episode about an evil fish. Oh yeah. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. What is that fish's name? Uh, <laughs> There's an episode that's just called Hey Man, Night of the Living Dead 2. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Oh, man, uh, the I'm end of you. the Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah, where he takes over. 
he takes over the Ghostbusters job <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, you could pick it basically pick out anything and I'd be like, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. It, it gets it gets it gets pretty crazy. Pick pick a random episode and it's gonna put a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> episode uh in part two this episode is called back to normal after a long time of being a dog Heyman is finally yes! chased back by a familiar <laughs> friend who is also married to his brother <laughs> yes because Hooray! there was a there's an entire no you're good you guys are gonna love this audience members you're gonna love this because he basically said he basically did um, what Adam did was go, he skipped over the entirety of my version of the Star Wars prequels, but everybody is a dog or a cat. <laughs> um, I am not Why? kidding. <laughs> Why? And let me read you some of these. Let me read you some of these uh, like episode names. All right. Um, hold on a second. Uh... Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love it. Okay, the start of this whole saga, because I have a circle by the by the uh-huh. name, is dog on it. <laughs> that is three dog words. Dog on it. On it. Yep. With an exclamation point. <laughs> yep, dog on it. The and then it's the next one is hey man, dog or not. The next one is you can't keep dogs down the next one is hey man escape from dog catcher the next one is hey man the the oh yeah the bonnie truth that features another truth yeah the bony truth um uh hey man uh an end to dogs hey man the plan hey man the war begins hey man the phantom doverman hey man the attack of star wars yes (laughs) Hey man, Attack of the Bones and Hey man, Revenge of the li- the Lift. Now you may be like, that's it? just a a dog a dog pun, and it's like, no, the dogs create a line of super soldiers called Bones. It's an acronym. Um, you're not wrong. You, I, I know you were probably kidding, but you're actually not wrong. I'm that's not, exactly what I'm happened. Just reading off of the document. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> I forgot you you have the document in front of you too. So Correct. I'm like, yeah, that's not wrong. Um, the next one is called the death claw. The next one is the beginning of the end. And the last one is the truth of cats, cats versus dogs. And that is a side, that's a side, uh, uh, episode. That's not really a part of the main series. It's just a side episode that I wanted to write. And then it goes to the episode back to normal, which is the main one. And then yeah, so you I'm just have a brief sh- dog arc just to spice things up yeah. a little bit. And then I, and then after that one, I had a uh, Mojo Jojo uh, entire <laughs> reference. I'm dead serious. That the, the monkey tower, um, <laughs> which is I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, was it Mental Mind? Was that his name? I think it, it was basically Mojo Jojo, but he mm-hmm. had uh, telekinesis. Uh, hold on. I'm looking up the uh, the character arts. <laughs> Um, Cosmo well, King. I was Bombard. gonna start winding down the the recaps for. Okay, no problem. Everything that was going on, and I wanted us to, to move to ah. our third question, which I call the legacy of Heyman, which is, you were a kid, you made this huge sprawling mm-hmm. thing that you poured 
everything you loved into it. It's got The Matrix. It's got Ghostbusters. It's got <laughs> Star Wars. It's got Mega Man. It's got everything. It literally uh, has in, in everything. In of uh cj the x uh in regards to like rick and morty like you created an infinite fun box that mm-hmm. any story could exist in and it allowed you as a kid to like not worry about verisimilitude or consistency and just like put the things that you found fun into yep. it uh and obviously it ballooned hilariously out of control and it just became this chaos spaghetti yeah but like that kind of philosophy is something that you kind of have brought forward and evolved in a way. So when we met in college, you were working what on what was then uh kid forever. Yes. And uh, that also had like, to my mind at the time, a hilariously huge sprawling convoluted world. Oh yeah. I mean, looking uh, back I, at it, I had to, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to let you keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I feel like, yeah, in hindsight, like that might have been how it started, where I was just like, this is crazy complicated. And you're like, you haven't even seen Hey Man. You know, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, crazy. Yeah, you don't want to get you nuts. Have no let's I- get nuts. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea what you what you're, <laughs> you're asking to open this Pandora's box and let the the creativity flow f- out of me through me. <laughs> yeah and into you you might not be able to handle it <laughs> you might explode for so much information yeah possibly yeah uh but like you uh even in future projects as things have gone on and mm-hmm. into adulthood you do have this kind of chaotic creative energy which i i do sincerely respect that i think oh, is thanks, a lot man. of fun and uh i when when I'm being creative, I tend to get caught up on stupid little details where like I at one point was just like, well, I can't continue writing the story because I don't know how the mail system works. Like, I don't <laughs> understand the post office. And that's yeah. really throwing a wrench into my creative process. <laughs> uh, and and you like you start with like cool ideas and then you go to like things I want to see and I don't know. There is a a joy and a carefree attitude to it. Um, well, I have, first of all, I appreciate I appreciate that uh, that um, those kind words uh, mm-hmm. towards my creativity, dude. Like I I wholeheartedly appreciate that. I think you were more. Um, I, I've definitely gotten better, obviously, but I always taken a lot from many of my friends and including yourself of like just being more structured with your shit man because i'm like sure because after a while when i started learning a lot better and a lot more techniques and about writing and everything i'm like i would make all this stuff like you know beforehand it was always We'll, we'll fix it in post. That's my attitude. Sure, sure. Like when you talk about like the mail thing, I would have been like, I would have thought about that. And I'm like, ah, nobody's going to care about that. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'll worry about that later. Nobody's going to look at the mail place and be like, how are they getting their mail? Because I don't care about how they're getting their mail. Exactly. Nobody's thinking about that. Let's go and to the good stuff. And to be clear, I should not have been thinking about mail. That was not a productive line of thought. <laughs> that yeah. was not useful. But... Here, yeah, but 
in a way, it kind of is. Not maybe not in that context, but I look at something like Avatar: The Last Airbender, where they thought through yeah. their shit. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, they didn't think through everything because anything can be picked apart. Anything. Sure. You you talk about perfectly coherent. World, yeah. No matter. And what. even when I and even when I was that young or coming up or something, we weren't really that young. We were what high school or second season of avatar was like what first first year of college or something uh second year of college for second me. year yeah so it was but it was still early it was early enough where we were we were aware of what was going on but even yeah. back then i was picking stuff out of like that doesn't actually make sense but why am i even thinking about this that is way sure. too analytical but there is some merit to having your ducks in a row to a certain yeah. degree. And I appreciated that when it came to your stuff, because you like to have that kind of ducks in a row. And then you would tell the story. And I was yeah. always the opposite of let's tell this story and then make it make sense. <laughs> and right, right. obviously those are two different extremes. And when you put those extremes together, you get, you know, nice congealed most of the time goodness so yeah it's just about common like literally i had to kind of tell myself calm your ass down like (laughs) chill out you you, the creativity is great and i'm starting to you know getting reinvigorated and stuff but it's a lot more controlled now because i i'm not working on several series at once i'm working on two projects one for my more serious you know thing like i it's more i call it my my uh, Hellboy side, where uh-huh. you know, you know, it, it takes on a lot more serious themes and stuff, but it still has that edgy coolness that yeah. I always thought Hellboy had, and just Mike Mignola's work in general. I love that. I love the graphical style and everything, and I'm like, I want to do something like that. I want to tell a story like that. So let's put my skills to the test and do something that is normally not me uh, for a work that I actually appreciate mm-hmm. and. Then there's my other project, which is my my real baby, which that's the kid forever refining and what, retconning. What kid like turned into. Yeah, what kid forever turned into, um, which is me like retconning the whole thing twice and then uh-huh. making the character over and over again. I mean, literally, this is the creative process. I mean, yeah, talk to anybody like the best directors and they just go over and over and over their stuff and refine it Mm -hmm. and all this then you get to a point where you know this is good i like this this is what i'm gonna run with if it changes it's going to have some slight changes but this is what i want and that's what ended up happening i had to now mind you what hate what kid forever turned into is still a vast universe but there's a point Instead of it just being sure. like yeah. everything thrown in in the kitchen sink because it's cool, every like I found I found that a big difference between Heyman and what I do now, the mm. biggest difference I would say is that I learned endings can be a good thing. Oh, so yeah. Heyman didn't have an end. Like I thought it was mm. just going to go on forever. Like. He'll just keep having adventures. He'll be 14 forever or he'll get older, <laughs> but then the the story will change, which I think it did. Like in part three, yeah. like he got he was an older, more edgier version. Oh, and I stuff was going like to say, I thought that we, Kid Forever had three parts and then there was like Kid Forever Future. 
which was the older adventures of Kid well, Forever. Well, that, that was kind of a mix of part three. Like, part half of part three was that, and then, like, like it, he did get older. But uh, at the same time, I still wanted... He grew up with me. He aged right. with me. So... You know, I didn't want him to get too old because at that time I was like, no, because then I I don't under really understand. Right. He was like, I mean, in the same yeah, way. He w- yeah, he wasn't as relatable. And I wouldn't think him as cool because he didn't he wouldn't have all of that stuff that he would have to go through so much stuff like all these other superheroes, all these other heroes and all these other people, all these other characters that I watch and stuff. They go through so much stuff and have so many awesome adventures and then they, you know, it they're adults. And I'm, you know, as I got older and wiser, and I'm like, that's not necessarily how that works. And, you know, there are some things that may be fine like that. But the stories that I eventually wanted to tell and didn't realize I wanted to tell back then, but mm-hmm. I, now I know, is the stuff that I'm into. I'm like... It's okay to have endings. It's okay to have good endings. It's okay to be like, I love bittersweet endings. I'm not, a, I'm not yeah. as evidence to the contrary. And this is why me and me and Adam are literally like almost yin and yang. I am not a big fan of just all the pressing all the time endings, and, <laughs> but it has to mean something. If it means something, you know, philosophically, I'm not making fun of you, dude. I no, appreciate no, no. that perspective because I don't really like I'm super that's not, not something i gravitate all the time, to then. but i do enjoy a good bleak oh, ending oh yeah sure. you love bleak shit and that can be really but, good sometimes yeah but, and that's the thing it can be really good mm. i that's not something i personally gravitate to immediately you have yeah. to kind of prod me in that direction to be like dude this is, you'll like this this is this is good and then i'm like you know what that was good i like that but it's not something i immediately gravitate to but that doesn't mean what I create can't be also good. And it took me a long time and I'm still working through that because media is out there and then mm. opinions are always shouting in your face, whether you like it or not. And, you know, sometimes the popular opinion of what is in now is, you know, will kind of make you feel some type of way about certain things. And, you know, it, it can get to you after a while, but then you just have sure. to reorient and say, no, this is what you're good at. This is what you like. This is what you're into. Keep going. And yeah. self-motivating and all that kind of stuff. And that's that's a big thing that I want to say about this particular episode to all the people out there working on your stuff. Even if you're like younger, if you're like, you know, still a kid, or even if you're older, you could be older than us and still be like, I haven't I haven't drawn in like 30 years, but I feel like getting back into it. But I don't know how the people would respond to my I'm like, yeah, nah, yeah. shut up. Go do what you want to do. Do it. Yeah. And, you know, it might end up like Heyman, but that's good, in my opinion, because that means something's out there. Something is there. Something then, exists. You have artifacts. You have yeah. physical objects. You have a detailed history of you know, not just the story that you wrote, but like uh, uh, who you were at yeah. the time, which is cool and fascinating. And like, yeah, to I, me, I'm hugely supportive of just like the idea of doing recklessly, just do stuff. To, to me, as long as you're evolving in a positive way, that's that's what we can hope for. Um, yeah. If I was still in this mindset 
if anybody was still in this like like what you were talking about beforehand dude with your like your old stuff and it's like oh mm -hmm. man this is like this is like offensive and everything if you were still making stuff like that i would be like come on bro oh but, sure. <laughs> come on bro bro what are you doing bro. but you are not there you recognize that while there were some good ideas this is not where i this is not where i i am mm. now i'm better than this and you're allowed to say that because it's your stuff it's like yeah. no i'm better than Heyman. i am better than Heyman now sometimes i don't feel like it but then i realize when i read some of Heyman stuff or when i look critically at other things in media nowadays yeah at like the age or you know the experience i'm at i'm like i can actually look at it critically which is what i wouldn't have done back then i would have been like this is cool for cool sake but i can look back at even some of the stuff that i love right now and say yeah this is flawed this is you know because everything is flawed there's no perfect well, yeah. media out there but I can actually look at it and identify and I'm saying, I love this about this movie or this video game or something. I, and basically it has to, it's like on a sliding scale. How much do I love this to like it enough to watch it? Or do I, there's not enough good here to, you know, to watch yeah. it or enjoy, like engage with it. It's basically, do I engage? Is it over the line of engagement or under the line of engagement? Basically. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, descriptor, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. It, but it's it's a lot of, but, I can attribute a lot of my creative, I guess, prowess, for lack of a better term right now, comes from creating Heyman. The universe of Heyman and just how much, how deep it can go, how wide it can go, how, because believe it or not, there are franchises out there that are as deep as Heyman, but they're more refined they're mm -hmm. better written and all this kind of stuff. It, it can be done, but it takes years, like decades sometimes. And mm -hmm. you got to do it when nobody cares. Like a lot of these big yeah. things, they just do it and they just keep working on it. They keep refining it. They keep refining it even when nobody's seeing it. And they just keep going, keep going. And then one day you'll have a kid coming up and say, that's really cool, mister. And then, you know, Hellboy is born, which is literally how that worked. Um, yeah. Mike Mignola created Hellboy because he just drew this cool looking guy who he created this whole thing for. But then he but then somebody said, that's really cool. That's actually really cool. You should make that into a thing. And then he made it into a thing. And then he has the whole Hellboy universe. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves that character. He's like, this character is just what I was into. The macabre, but also detective noir detective stories. And you know, like supernatural shenanigans, but also like a, you know, a snarky detective guy. And I, and I was like, that seems like a weird thing, but then he created that out of it. And so don't discount yourselves, like everybody who's listening, if they're listening or whatever, don't discount your ideas. Unless, of course, they're offensive, which shame on you don't do that um yeah, you should know better I, guess, yeah. I, I mean i hate to say that but at the same time i have to put that disclaimer out there be I feel aware like. of what you are making and what you are putting out into the world and yes. sometimes it you will get pretty far into the creative process before you look at it and be like ah shit yeah. <laughs> hence the super bad. clan <laughs> why did i, I think this, this was super clan god damn it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honey 
Are you making the super clan again? Shit. No. <laughs> In that exact tone. No. No. <laughs> but yeah, be aware of what, be conscious of what you're creating, but do create. And yeah. don't be like, don't be afraid of, I mean, I know this sounds like a very cliche thing, but don't be afraid of failing. Don't be afraid of being like, oh, it's not the popular thing right now. Because that's a yeah. big one. The pe- people follow trends. Fuck even marketability. Th- if you're no. just creating for your own personal yeah. satisfaction, do not give a shit about market forces. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking market forces that you may not even expect. Like yeah. the film community. <laughs> you yeah. know how like weird they can get about certain things? Like people, the, the quote unquote true auteurs. I only watch indie films of this particular genre because they're the ones that actually know how to make real media or i only i only play you know indie games because the the industry has now mind you this is a true statement the industry has gone downhill but i can't even give anything else a chance and you should only make games like this because they're the only ones that really matter and i'm like yeah, I'm not really about that because. But like, you're still thinking about other people in exactly. that case. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and it's not exactly. about like whether or not like if you want <laughs> look if your passion is like no, I just like it's not that I'm a snooty snooty and I just need to play indie games. I just think Hotline Miami slaps and I want to make something like uh, Hotline Miami. Then fucking uh, go for it, please. Because you <laughs> actually like that shit. Yeah. yeah this is why passion. I like I think we mentioned this beforehand of like that game that's like a, it's not a copy of Mega Man but it's very Mega Man-esque like yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. loved Mega Man a lot and so they made a game like it with that kind of feel to it with the same music and everything and I was like ooh ooh I did the like the shack the ooh cuz I was like this is an indie game and you guys actually like you guys are doing stuff that I like. Huh. And then I started looking at other stuff and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of indie games that do stuff that I like. And it's not all pixel oh, yeah. art. Some of this shit is like high quality. This is not a triple A game. Hey, guess what, guys? Insurgents is not a triple A game. Insur- Insurgents Sandstorm, you know, that game on Steam that everybody likes. That's an FPS shooter. And it looks like a triple A game, but it's not. Yeah. Like, it's good. It's actually good. It's actually better than a lot of the shooters out. Uh, I so, mean, I I talk all the time about survival <laughs> horror and like it's one of my favorite genres. It's coming and, back. It's coming uh, back. I'm playing a bunch of the stuff that's happening. And let me tell you, I can say for a fact, the best survival horror game of 2022 is Signalis, which is an independent game told me made about by that. two people. Yeah. And it fucking rules. It's the best. <laughs> uh, it beats the absolute pants off of the resident evil 8 dlc uh, mm-hmm. uh and also out of resident evil 8 it's flatly way better than resident evil 8 yeah. and it's better than any uh uh really almost any horror game that i've played in years uh amazing stuff uh yeah but passion follow passion do stuff mm-hmm. and also don't let perfectionism get in the way uh so when my brother comes to visit we like to make uh, uh, quote unquote movie scripts where we just, you know, 
fuck around and we uh, we break a story. You know, we're just like, okay, mm-hmm. it's the second act. What happens here? And we go through the process. It's not going to go anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's, it's for the joy of doing. Yeah. And if I'm just like, ah, this is hard. I'm not that good at it. Uh, we watched the Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. I feel Ooh. great about my creative ability. <laughs> I'm feeling excellent. And like, people love that movie. So, uh, I mean, like, and that's a, and that goes to show you that somebody, no matter what you think, somebody, and this is a hard lesson. This is a hard. This was a hard lesson for me. Somebody's going to like your stuff. You may think that it's lesson. out of fashion or something like that, or the the community as a whole is not going to like this. Somebody is going to like your stuff. They're going to say, this is great. I'll follow you. I'll put, I'll, if you make a patron, I'll help you out. This is awesome. And that, that's a good motivator. Like, yeah, self-motivation is great, but it's also, you know, take a, take a, you know, take a lesson from Uncle Iroh. Like, while it is good to have, you know, confident, confidence in oneself, it is also good to have like a word from a, others saying hey you can do this you can do it yeah i believe in you and i'm like it it feels good and it's a good motivator don't be afraid of that don't think like you have to be like they shove that to the side and say i don't need your i don't need your speeches or your good well wishing i can do this on my own like the greats (laughs) and i'm like i'm telling you right now no great has has ever gone alone and made something good absolutely nobody they all had their inspirations. They all look up to people, even if the best of the best, they all look up. You look at Guillermo del Toro. He just created a banger with Pinocchio. Uh, I watched it a couple of days ago. Oh, I, it's, it's phenomenal. I love it. I know. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And he has so many inspirations that he always says. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, my inspiration is this, this and this. I love these films. I love this style of uh, writing. I love this style of, you know, filmmaking. And you can see it. And I appreciate it. I, I like that's why I like his stuff. And that to me, when you know, when I when I'm creating stuff, I say, yeah, those are my inspirations. And you know, it I think it reflects in my work too, of my inspirations and you know, the people that you know I look to for certain things and whatnot. Like, believe it or not, and I don't want to sound too gushy, but uh adam i look at you for story structure a lot (laughs) when i slow things down i'm like okay because that's the thing back in the day um i mean like not so far back in the day but back in the day enough uh when we both started to get our stuff together you Mm -hmm. had a way of slowing when things were slowed down you could carry it Mm. my my expertise was always when things are moving fast, what is readable? What is good? What is right, right. what? What can you keep? What can you not keep? How does this action? How does this this scene move for move? And what that? When you slow, your to me, your expertise was always slowing it down. What is happening when things are slow? What is meaningful yeah. when things are slow? And I was like, okay, let's 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 take it down a notch because you can't have just constant. You can't have it. At least not what yep. I want. You can't have it. Uh, like, you look at, like, something that's, I guess, kind of old now. The first Avengers movie. They did that. Action. Mm-hmm. Slow talking. Action. Yep. Talking. It, if you look at it, you'll never unsee it. 
you'll never unsee the formula. <laughs> well, even sometimes like, it's a bad thing, but <laughs> even people who are like, I want nonstop action. You don't actually like Mad Max Fury Road is one giant chase sequence, but yep. it paces itself. It modulates. Yes. It ebbs and flows. And sometimes you have like high octane things are exploding. And sometimes you're trying to get a truck out of the sand because it's stuck in some mud. And, and that's and slowing it down. That is that considered slowing is it down. Great. Yes. And that and that is that's the scene that is slowing it down. Mm -hmm. And that comes with practice and knowledge. An experience. You got to know when sometimes slowing things down doesn't necessarily mean everybody stops and has a chit chat in the circle. No, yeah. that doesn't always mean that. It means that you're literally slowing the pace down. That could be a number of things. Yeah. But like that's how you learn. That's how we adapt. That's how you create. Create that yeah. stuff because I had that stuff too. But instead of me having a scene, I had a couple episodes so uh -huh. you know that's also not good so yeah <laughs> yeah but anyway and, uh you know again for <laughs> for our script writing uh exercises that we do uh where we've never we've only ever made comedies basically <laughs> uh and we're trying to hear some of these comedies for the first oh uh <laughs> i mean there's swamp cop obviously everyone loves swamp cop uh, okay there is a, a horror movie about people turning into clowns called Hawkeye. That uh, <laughs> this was before, sounds like a little bit like Terrifier, to be honest. But <laughs> well, yeah, there there have been some horror movies that have played in that space since then. But we were we were doing that before. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, that's not true. I guess we did make an action movie because we made the Fast and the Furious presents colon Robo Letty. Which was excellent. Way better than Hobbs and Shaw. I'll tell you that for a fact. I would watch that. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> Unironically, I would watch that. I'd be like, that's kind of awesome, considering that's on par with the actual universe and the fact that I'm pretty sure at least two of the main characters are robots yeah, or immortal. Well, yeah, one of them is Letty. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's why I said one of them is Letty. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm... Would I watch that? Let's see. It's One of the latest good. movies, they put The Rock pushed a missile with his hands sure. away from the I'm like, yeah, of course I would watch that. That's awesome. <laughs> what are you crazy? Uh, of course I would watch that. <laughs> for the record, our current movie script is Drive Angry 2. Bat into <laughs> Electric <hell>. Boogaloo. <laughs> you missed a golden opportunity for Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I, think, I think Bat into Hell is a pretty good subtitle. <laughs> That's also pretty good. But it, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't flow as well as like Drive Angry 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's true. But so anyway, it, it, that's it's just a classic. Yeah. Uh, Drive Angry 2 is going to be a masterpiece starring Michael Jai White. Oh, oh, you don't need to do that to him. <laughs> give him a break. This is, a, this is the rule of a lifetime. <laughs> don't He's going to be on board with it. It kicks ass. Don't, be, don't do that to him. The man has suffered enough. No. <laughs> Hasn't he had enough? <laughs> yeah. Why, why wouldn't he want a, a starring role in an action movie? It's going to be great. <laughs> You're going to kill the man. You, you know You're going to kill him. <laughs> Now, to be fair, he takes those roles, so it's his own fault. Oh, we're constantly being like, okay, this person would be good, but we can't get them. We need someone who's more affordable. How about this person? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they'd be down no, that's, for that. That's exactly, that's exactly it. <laughs> Aww. Poor, poor people. Poor, 
poor I need money people. (laughs) These are not poor people. It's just like, okay, we have like a a holy cult, you know, who's working for the angels. Who's going to be the leader for that? It's just like, oh, we could get Daniel Radcliffe. We could get Daniel (laughs) Radcliffe for sure. He would be down to clown. (laughs) (laughs) He would be down to clown. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I think I think that might be all for the Heyman files. Like we could like we could do another uh, just just an amuse bouche of Heyman. Just a oh, I got uh, more thinnest sample. uh, We didn't even get into like the poems I wrote for it. The the songs I wrote for it, the extended universe and its descriptions of East Planet, which is called something different, aka like Mercury, aka Congo Nine. Why did I name it that? Because <laughs> it sounded cool. Exactly. And I'm I'm telling you, excuse me. I'm telling you, half of Hey Man, I will a hundred percent um say that it sounded cool, therefore it was canon. That's and, it. Um, and I will say something that might be controversial, but sometimes if it sounds cool and everything, sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it can work. Sometimes roll cool is all you need. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, I, but yeah. sometimes you create the super clan. Yeah. But that wasn't, <laughs> that doesn't sound cool though. So. <laughs> It sounded cool when I thought about it, but then I was, but now as an older and looking as an older person looking back at this, I was like, "Why did I think that sounded good?" Because usually, yeah, yeah, it's uh, that's a big oops, that's a big oof, <laughs> that's a big uh, yikes, <laughs> that's a big yikes for all the kids out there. Do, big yikes. do kids still say yikes? Uh, I don't who know. Knows? But all anyway, right. yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do well if you guys want another episode of the Heyman files of because i got some mo i got some mo but if you guys want another one into the old processes of stuff we can do another episode of this it would be fun yeah Um, and and i i think it would be interesting for me to try to talk a little bit more about my old work yeah we could we could do the next one for his old work because i again i'm a lot less proud of it i uh, even the uh, i don't know i would have to like refresh myself because it's been a long time since i looked oh, at those i remember old notes. some of them i remember I some of them i know stupid idiot if you don't if you want to hear about that put it in the you comments don't. or <laughs> put it in the comments or send them send an email to us we're, we're we're heading out we're heading out the door so let's let's do the emails and the all that stuff so you can send an email to us and say we want to hear about the la 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 la. If you want to pick me up and invert me and put my head into a toilet, what you can do is you can contact us. At <laughs> Why did you say invert me? That's such a nerd thing to say. <laughs> because it's been a bit this whole time. Like uh, my brother has been here for two weeks, and we keep talking about picking each other up, inverting each other, and locating the nearest toilet. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like uh, to stick my head in the toilet, please send us an email to halftonetakes at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed listening, please give us a rating and review on iTunes, Podcast Attic, or where else ever else podcasts are rated. I've been Adam Bucheri. I'm an animator and game designer. If you want, you can find my tabletop games at boocherry.itch.io. That is boo like ghost, cherry like fruit. 
Cool. And I have been Corey Revis. I am an illustrator and comic creator. You can find me on Instagram at E-A-R-T-H-U-R underscore one. That is Earther one. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. Um, Last note, guys, please create. Make things. Please create. Uh, Yeah. New year uh, coming up. Uh, Be kind to each other. Make stuff. Love and we'll one talk another. To you next episode. Yes, yes. I love you, buddy. This was a good I talk. I love you too. Always a genuine pleasure. Yes, that was good. Okay. All right. I'll see you. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. the work how dare you say that i'm harming michael jai white he is a national treasure it is a crime that he is not the world's biggest superstar and we're gonna get him back on people's lips by giving him another starring role which he has been sorely lacking that is that is true i i immediately took offense to that i was like michael how dare you talk about him and like he is not good yeah i love him Okay. <laughs> I thought you were like I was I severely took a little bit of offense to that when you started talking. I was like, "Excuse me?" He's I incredible. like Michael Jai. I like Michael Jai White actually. So originally it was we were talking about having Daniel Radcliffe be the star. And then it was like, oh, no, that's too it's easy. too comedy. Like, we're, we're, yeah. we're making a comedy again. It needs to be an action movie. We need an action yeah. star with who can do the badass stuff, but also has the comedic chops. And it's yeah. just like, fuck Michael Jai White. It's gotta be him. Absolutely. Like,